Welcome to the Let's Talk BS Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good afternoon, Brian. Afternoon to you too, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, I'm counting down the days, you know? Man, it's been a minute, right? Yeah, it has been a minute. It's definitely been... Two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the holidays. We went in for the holidays, so we couldn't record that week. Yeah, yeah, we did. We (laughs) did. And today was even difficult too, maneuvering some stuff around. So that's why we're here in the afternoon versus the morning when we typically uh, record. So... Very yeah. true. Very yeah. true. So how for was, all for a good cause, right? Yeah, there all we go. For a good cause. Absolutely. So, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was great. You okay. know, it's my, uh, I, I know a lot of people, I think most folks say Christmas is their favorite holiday. I, I would actually say uh, Thanksgiving is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a great time. You know, it's always good to kind of, you know, kick it with your family. Um, I know me, myself, even though my family is here locally, I talk to them. You know, probably not as much as I really should, you know. Um, and so just to kind of be able to relax with them. I folks stayed at my house um, for a couple of days during the holiday. They even went down to our beach house um, for the anniversary because my parents' anniversary is actually the day after Thanksgiving. And they've always had to sacrifice the anniversary because it's always been like, you know, Thanksgiving and the next day they're either relaxing or like we would, you know, go you know, do shopping and stuff like that, you know, when we were younger or whatnot. So, you know, this year they were able to kind of enjoy it themselves. But... Um, Thanksgiving was great. Like, we had a good time. It was my parents came, um, Brooke's mother came, her aunt, cousins came, their kids. Um, my sister came, her boyfriend came, uh, her Brooke's brother came. Um, so it was good. We had a really, really good time. Ate a lot. Um, I was um, responsible for the turkey this year uh, since we were hosting at our house. So I made two different turkeys. I smoked a turkey and I fried a turkey. Um, this was my first time ever smoking a turkey. I fried one several times, but um, both of them were really, really good. Like I, I got you know a good response from both of them. Everyone ate it pretty, you know, they like they like both of them. Um, I think people like the fried better. I do like the Obviously. fried turkey better as well. You know, um, anything but, fried is good. Yeah, yeah, it is. You it can deep fry Oreo. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's funny. My kids, um, you know, I had you know after I fried the turkey, you know, the peanut oil was still hot. And um, they were like, we had like tater tots. And I, I love tater tots. It's one of my like favorite <laughs> things. And so they were like, dad, dad, we want like, we want something else or whatever. Like, so I dropped some tater tots in there and them joints was really good. Like, it was funny. Like, we're going to go over probably here in a second, like what we all ate for Thanksgiving and like what we, our favorites were. But the, ta- for, the tater tots was a hit. Like, oh yeah, the kids loved them. <laughs> Even adults were sitting there popping them joints in their mouth. Talking about, mm, this joint's good, Brian. He's good. And like, so... You know, I mean, all I, all I did was it was frozen tater tots. I just dropped them in there, but it's you know the peanut oil after it after it's been going for a couple hours, it can it, can, it make it make a lot of stuff taste good. Yeah, so, it's probably yeah. the seasoning from the turkey kind of mixed with that the true. peanut yeah. oil, and then you fried the tater tots. There you so go. It just was like an infused yeah, concoction. Yeah, yeah. And I threw a little. <laughs> <laughs> I threw like this little seasoning salt that I like on the tater tots once they came out too, so I'm pretty sure that helped yeah. out as well. So yeah, it was yeah. uh, it was good, man. We had a, we had a great time. So spe- speaking of fried, have you ever had fried ice cream? I have, yeah, at a carnival. I did, yeah. <laughs> I had it at uh. I'm telling you, you fry yeah. anything. Yeah, you're right. I had it at a carnival. This was a long. I was I was probably like high school. It used to be anybody here that's listening locally. You always remember, I'm pretty sure folks remember the uh, Military Circle Mall used to have this carnival um, every single year during the summertime for like a month where they had it every single day and everybody used to go like on Friday or Saturday. But the crazy thing about it, that carnival was dangerous because everybody would end up fighting, shooting mm. at this carnival because it was just so wide open. There won't nobody like, you know, checking to see if you had, you know, anything on you or whatever, man. But um, at that particular carnival, I had fried ice cream. I, I remember like it was yesterday. So, yeah. so one time I went to the... What's the what's the the black circus? What is it called? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I, that, that I, was in military too. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. went to the, the very first time that I've ever went to that particular type of circus uh-huh. was here okay. at military. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know the vibe. Yeah, that I was. Do. Yeah, that. Yeah. What was the name of that joint? I I went I there like know. four or five times. I went there pretty pretty often. Like yeah. I took yeah. Maya. So, you did? Okay. Yeah. This yeah. was before Jada was born and all that stuff. So. Okay. Or maybe Jada was a baby baby. Yeah. Yeah. She was like maybe a year or two. She didn't really even know what was going on. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> I actually remember, I want to say one year, because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they did it when you went as well, 
Um, one year they asked me, they picked me. Like, I guess, they, you know how they pick people in the crowd to do yeah. stuff sometimes? Mm-hmm. They picked me, and I was like, nah, I ain't messing with it. So they yeah. ended up going to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would actually have you come out. I can't remember what it Matter was. Matter of fact, cause... I was pregnant with Jada. Now that I think about it, I got pictures of it. I was actually pregnant because I feel like they did pick us, but Maya was scared to go out of there and out there. And I was pregnant, so I was like, I'm not going out there for sure. The Soul Circus, that's yes. the name of it. <laughs> I told you it was going to come to me. I knew it. I just had to think for a second. Yeah, yeah. It was a Soul Circus, yeah. But yeah, they called me too, and I was like, nah, y'all ain't going to make me look crazy. Because I was still, I was like 20, 21. I was, I was trying to be cool and all that. So I was like, nah, I ain't going to go out there and be doing nothing. I think I was like on a date with a girl or something like that at the time too. So I was oh. like, yeah, y'all ain't going to have me out here looking crazy. I so. definitely, if I wasn't pregnant, I would have went out there yeah. and acted a fool. I'm normally a team sport like that, but back then, <laughs> at that time, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch. So but how was me, your Thanksgiving though? I know you said you had a lot going on the last time we talked. So how, how was it? So it ended up being really good. Um, me and my family, we ended up going up to Alet, Virginia. My cousin, he recently just purchased a new construction property up there. So he wanted to conduct uh, or have Thanksgiving at his home. Okay. So we all went up there. Um, he cooked pretty much everything except for the exception of the mac and cheese and the yams. Okay. So when I walked in the house, he was like, cuz. Can you make the mac and cheese? <laughs> I was like, I came up here to relax, man. But I ended up making it, obviously. And then um, we just listened to music, play games. I got a chance to play Spades. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. It was like this feeling inside that was just <laughs> filled with, like, bright light, sunlight, flowers. I was so happy. Okay. And we killed them, too. That made it even better. So was who, who, was, who was who? You said we killed them. So who was the, so who was the team? So it was me and my cousin, um, and then it was against my husband and my other cousin. Okay. So, yep. So we we um, we played opposite teams, me and my husband, and then um, me and my cousin. We just we, when it comes to the space table, we just a dynamic duo. Y'all nasty so, with it. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, we we could talk to each other without talking to each other. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's key. In space, like you got to be on the same read, page yes. with your partner. Like you yes. gotta, like you got it. Like if you like you said, it is like a rhythm thing almost. Mm-hmm. Like you know what like when they throw a certain card out, you know what that means. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like without even talking. Like without you know if I'm throwing off, if I'm just you know trying to do this, if exactly. I'm you know whatever. Like I'm trying to feed you, or you if I'm just trying to like table. yeah, you, you know got you to. if you when you nasty with it, when you got good chemistry with somebody, it's a dangerous combination. So that's yeah. cool. That's it cool. was funny because. It was one. It's the one particular scenario where I think I was cutting clubs. He was cutting hearts, mm-hmm. and I had a hand full of hearts, and mm-hmm. he had a hand full. Mm-hmm. Of feed them, feed them. I'm gonna feed you, cuz. Every, yep, every time and I'm then pull you know, and then you know when they about to go out, and then you and come back. Yep. yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I know that. I know that game very well. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin and my other cousin was just sitting there looking like, "What the heck is going looking on?" Because when you're in that situation, there's nothing you nothing can do. You, can do. <laughs> you just gotta sit there and look, look, look at the cards and drop on the table. You just move. You see the Yeah, just keep going back and forth that way. You just sitting here like, dang, like you know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. That was it. Was funny. It was a fun time. And then, um, so we ate. You know, then later that night we actually came back because my husband had duty on Friday. Mm -hmm. So then we end up host. I end up hosting. The day after thanks uh, Thanksgiving celebration that I have every oh, you single said that was year. a big big thing you guys do yep. right yeah so we did a fish fry we had etouffee we um we did a shrimp fry and then I made like a big chef salad just to kind of you know offset the, all that fried food and uh, the etouffee we made it with rice but I you can also make that over like a mashed potato too yeah yeah um. What else did we do? Oh, we played games. We got some spades in. We played uh, Phase 10. We played Uno. We had the kids playing bingo. We played Drunken Lyrics, but, you know, the more um, clean version of that. Um, Shoot, we watched a movie. We ended up watching, like, a... Like a Hallmark, it's called the Christmas Calendar, I think, or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. I seen yeah. it with uh, your girl in it. Yeah, I, I know, but Light that skin girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Hodgins, Vanessa yeah. Hodgins. Yeah, Hodgins. Are, yeah, I know exactly what I'm talking about. That's a good so, movie. She yeah. ended up the dude the whole time was doing like doing it. She didn't know who it was, and uh-huh. it was him, like the guy that was with her all the time. Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm and that was fire. Yeah, I seen that yep. before. It's fire. Yep. Um, yeah. Diddy's son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Diddy son. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how the night ended. And um, what else did we do? Of course, we drank. I mean, that's that's, that's a given, yeah. you know. Hey, look, me and my um, dad, I'll tell you what, me and my dad, because he came over Wednesday, 
Um, yeah, he came up on Wednesday because he brought another turkey. So I initially we were supposed to just make one turkey, but then he was like, you know, son, let's try smoking a turkey this year. So I was like, all right, cool. So we ended up doing two turkeys. But me and my dad, like, on Wednesday, like, I was thinking, like, yo, because I, like, we had a whole bottle of Hennessy Privilege to oh ourselves, me and him, you know, and we just drink our stuff straight. So we had a whole bottle. Mm. And then um, he had never, he had seen in my bar that I had um, Remy XO. So he was like, because I had, that, that was the only, I had bought that bottle purposely because my dad, all he drinks is Hennessy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so once we went through that before Thanksgiving, I'm like, dang. So I'm like, yo, pop, you know, you got to try this Remy, you know, it's pretty good or whatever. So we had like a little bit of that that same night. And then that's all we drank the next day, you know what I mean? So I was, like, on one. Like, I mean, I wasn't, like, crazy, but it just, because cognac, when I drink cognac, I mean, it, you know, I feel good. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel real good. But <laughs> but it's just, like, I was, like, real good, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, like, yo, you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, so it was, it was for me, you know, we, we, we drank, too. We had a good time, um, played games, like you said, as well. Um, no spades, but some card games. We played pool. I have a pool table, so um, that was pretty cool. With my sister and her boyfriend, they get very competitive around the pool table, mm-hmm. so um, that was pretty cool as well. But we ate, like I mentioned earlier, turkey, your usual suspects, ham, uh, mashed, uh, not mashed potatoes, um, collard greens. We had uh, macaroni and cheese uh, dressing. We had uh, potato salad. We had uh, deviled eggs. Um, we had all different types of cakes. My sister makes this real banging, like, rice crispy peanut butter chocolate, like, crunch. Um, it's really, really good. Like, she actually made one for me. Um, Brooke actually made eight sweet potato pies, which I thought was kind of, like, a lot. But, like, literally all of them were gone by Friday. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. It was actually a hit. A lot of people liked it. Um, I haven't made a sweet potato pie in years. For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, like I said, because sweet potato pie is one of the things where I literally probably only eat it. Like, I'll eat it, obviously, during Thanksgiving. And then I may eat it again between now and Christmas, maybe one more time. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I've, I've been around where people have made them, like, around Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. But typically, I mean, that's the only time of the year I eat them. So it's like when I eat them, I go hard you on eat them. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? So, like, it was it was good. I had put a little poll on um, – it was fun. I put a little poll on uh, Instagram mm-hmm. about uh, the eating of sweet potato pies. Like, when do you eat it? Is it something that you eat for a dessert or is something you eat for breakfast? And it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. I got so many responses, but a lot of people were saying the exact same. They put, some people was like both of them. Yeah. Some people was like breakfast has no boundaries. You can eat no. it in breakfast or de- or dessert. It don't matter. Cause I. I I just thought I know how sweet potato pie kind of is probably looked at as a dessert, but I actually like it better in the morning. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like so, yeah, that you know, I mean that's so, yeah. that's it. Don't matter to me. It, yeah. it depends on how I'm feeling. If I wake up wanting to eat sweet potato pie that morning, I'll eat it. Yeah. But see, me, I don't make sweet potato pies. I'm not a baker. Yeah. I am a baker, but I'm not a baker. You know, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Last <laughs> man, look at you go bars. <laughs> I am a baker, but I'm not a baker. <laughs> that so, was cool. <laughs> so with with. When it comes to baking, that's just not my thing. Even though I know how to make the pie, I, I just it's just not my thing. Yeah. It's not something that I get the warm and fuzzies about. You know? So I, I go to Walmart and get a patty pie because that's where they <laughs> sell patty pies. I'm not a Walmart shopper for the most part, but they sell that patty pie. So I go there and get it. And it's, you pop that thing in the oven, it tastes pretty good. So Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Real, real quick, too, um, I wanted to bring this up. Speaking of Walmart, you know, here locally, um, right before the holiday, I think it was that Tuesday night before Thanksgiving, we had a tragic incident at the Walmart that's right there in our backyard here in Chesapeake, uh, the one that's connected or right in the Sam's Club Shopping Center, and so or Sam's Circle Shopping Center. Um, so definitely just want to send my heart, you know, my, my heart, love, and prayers out to the families that... Uh, you know, had lost loved ones during that time, especially during Thanksgiving, especially just the way the situation happened with, you know, a person just kind of like, you know, losing it and going crazy and shooting some folks, man. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's just crazy when you have stuff like that that happens and, you know, it happened really in your backyard, like literally a place that I've, I haven't been in a while, but I mean, I used to frequent it a lot. I know, Sophia, you live right near there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it was it was tough, man, you know, hearing that. And it's like, it's even crazier to me because it's like, it was such a crazy incident that happened and people lost their lives. But it actually happened so many times that it's like, almost I'm numb to that type of things right now, which is very, very sad. So just wanted to make sure I mentioned that today. Um, you know, didn't want to 
bring the mood on the podcast down, but I definitely wanted to send my, my thoughts and prayers out to the families that were affected in that uh, that tragic incident. Yeah, that was very sad. I mean, yeah. it was, it, it, I, I didn't go to the store for the whole weekend. Look, yeah. No, I did end up going to, like, I, didn't, I wouldn't go to a grocery store. So, I like, I did not go to inside of a Kroger, a Target, anything. Yeah. Because right after that incident, it was, like, this made-up incident that now – you know, Target was being um, targeted. Yeah, so same. Yeah, the very I, next morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah it so was going I, around. Somebody had guns in Target or I something said, like that. Yeah. You know what? I'm just not going into grocery stores. This is not the place that I'm gonna go to this weekend. So yeah, I actually haven't been in a grocery store. I've just been doing grocery pickups. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm scared like that. So yeah. I just don't. I just don't deal with type of stuff like that. So yeah. When it comes to uh, shootings and people having guns and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, so let's see. That the day after, you know, we played all the games, ate all the food. We pretty much had all the same food except for the for the exception of y'all had way more dessert than we did. Yeah, had a whole bunch um, of dessert. And we did not do potato salad, but we had I, I almost identical everything else. Okay. So yeah. And I was gonna ask you, I remember the last podcast I had mentioned because you had a lot of food at your cousin's house and then you came down and even made more food. Was there like a lot of leftovers? At no, your actually house? So my nephew, my nephew came in town with uh, his two kids and my niece came in town. And so we had brought leftovers. And when they got there that next that next morning ish, like brunch time, 11, 12 o'clock in the morning, um, they ended up eating some, too. So it it worked out perfectly. And then when I cooked and did the fresh fry later in the afternoon, I mean, that was kind of like dinner. So it, was, okay. it just worked out to where I didn't really have that many leftovers. I had a lot of styrofoam, you know, plates like plates, yeah. the mm-hmm. ones with the cover on it in yeah. the refrigerator. But mm-hmm. once I like cleaned out the refrigerator and I opened them up, I mean, it was barely, it was scraps in there. You gotcha. know, pretty much everybody had eaten everything. So that was good. I didn't have to um, uh, cook. For the mm-hmm. most part, mm-hmm. I didn't have to do too much cleaning. All I did was throw out styrofoams. I didn't have to wash <laughs> dishes from all that. I mean, it was it was a blessing. Yeah, it I had the total opposite. So I had a whole bunch. I had a whole. Oh yeah, I had a whole bunch of leftover food. Mm-hmm. We always do. That's just what we do. We overdo it. So we always cook way too much food. So I had a whole bunch of leftover food. I ended up throwing out. Um, it was crazy. I think. Let's see. Thanksgiving was Thursday. I normally. I think I mentioned it last time. I normally eat. Thanksgiving food, man, honestly, like, for, like, a whole week after. Like, I'll eat, make ham sandwiches, turkey sandwiches. I'll, you know, change the appearance of the Thanksgiving food, but it's still the Thanksgiving food. But this time, and I got I got, I got, got sick of it, like, or tired of it, like, quicker. Like, literally, the next day, Friday, like, we ordered a pizza. Yeah. Yeah, Friday night. Like, Friday night, like, I had had, had, had a fish fry. Yeah, yeah, I had ordered a pizza. <laughs> the kids was like, hey, they wanted pizza. And I'm like, you know what? At first, I was about to say, no, we all this food in here. We're going to eat this food. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to switch it up, too. So we ordered a pizza Friday. I went back to eating some more of the Thanksgiving food Saturday, but after that, I threw it all. Every Sunday was, like, that's what we did, cleaned up, you know, a whole bunch of cleaning up. Did a lot of actually cleaning up that day of Thanksgiving as far as, like, you know, putting the food away and, you know, boxing and putting in places where, you know, it could fit in our refrigerator. Um, But, yeah, Sunday, we got rid of everything. Yeah. Everything. And that Sunday was my brother's birthday. Oh, okay. yeah. That's what's up. Happy birthday. So on my... When it comes to my family dynamic, I have I'm my dad's only child, but on my mother's side, I have two siblings, an older sister and an older brother. Okay. My older sister is like 20 years older than me. My older brother is like 10. Okay. And so he just had a birthday. Okay, cool. That's what's yeah. up. Did, was he here with you? Was he in town? No, or, he uh, didn't come. Um, he's like a nurse. Okay. So they have like, it's crazy, man. His his work schedule is is love, but the only... Um, dynamic about his work. Like days on, days off, right? Yeah. And that kind of how it goes? Like four yeah. days on, three days off or something like it, that? Or, it's uh, three days on, four days off. Okay. Yeah. 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 However, your, your schedule is set for the year, mm. right? Okay. So it's like this Thanksgiving, he his weekend, he actually worked the weekend. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't able to come. Mm. Okay. Because that next day after Thanksgiving, he would have had to go into work. Gotcha. As opposed to if it was his weekend to not work, he would have had Thanksgiving off plus the weekend mm, off. Okay. Yeah. I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't get a chance to come, but he did have, you know, fun. He lives in Texas, so. Okay. He did his thing over there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So like Thanksgiving was good for both mm-hmm. of us. So that was cool. And then I went to a, a dinner party. It was okay. my daughter's 
friend's birthday. We went there on Wednesday. It was her birthday. All okay. Y- all y'all Sagittariuses. Yeah. yeah my, <laughs> my birthday coming up today is the second. My birthday is this Sunday the fourth. Okay. You know, so I'm definitely definitely looking forward to it. I turn the big 36. So you know, everyone's saying that I'm closer to 40 now. You know what I mean? Which you is are. uh, it's okay. I didn't need you to. Oh sorry. You know, yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I'm closer to 40 now. Um, so yeah, I feel good though. I feel like a spring chicken. So I feel, feel really good. I'm excited. Um, you know, uh, today actually, which was pretty dope. Um, Brooke, she threw a surprise birthday breakfast for me, which she told me the other day, she, she said, yes, it was yesterday before yesterday. She was like, Hey, um, she's like, Hey, I know you normally record your podcast on Friday. She was like, I wanted to take you to breakfast to be in the biscuit. She was like, I was like, all right. Well, I was like, I just got, I was like, well, we got the podcast. She was like, well, see if you could push it back or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So that's why we're recording a little bit later today. But so I'm thinking it's just me and her. So we get there this morning, and it's funny because they messed the surprise up, which was, you know, she like the lady was was kind of like she was kind of embarrassed by it. Um, but we walked up, and then we like we were like, hey, you know, table for two, and then um, Brooke had said something. I probably was like a code word or something. She said something to the lady. And she was like, oh, you're here for the surprise birthday. <laughs> and we was like, I was like, what? I was like, what? And Brooke was like, oh, my God. And the lady was like, oh, you're the birthday boy. I was like, yeah, I guess I am, aren't I? You know? And so, yeah, so the lady was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, she felt really, 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 really bad. Uh, so I was like, I mean, I, I knew, I guess, at that time now, there was a surprise for me. You were still surprised, though. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. up until that moment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. had no clue. It was totally off my radar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, That's too funny. Yeah, so it was a couple of my buddies and their wives there. So it was it was pretty cool, um, you know. But uh, shout out to the Saddies, man. And, uh, you know, the, the other one, Jay, Hove, you know, December 4th, baby. You. Yeah. Is that, yeah. hold on, wait, is he a Sash too? His birthday is December 4th. Oh, wow. The same exact day. <laughs> exact same day. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. He has that's a song. Crazy. Every So he has a song called December 4th. That I play every single every single one of my birthdays. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like that. Dang. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. Yep. Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. um, I guess uh, your birthday brought on a lot of uh, news. Yeah, in the man. Market. You know, it's a lot going on right now. We got we got good news. We got some mediocre news. And we got some not so good news. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things happened here in the last um, what month or so. But, yeah, I mean, this is the time of the year. There's a couple year. things that's actually happened in the last like 24 day. hours. Yeah, yeah, day, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's normally wow. this is the time of the year where, um, you know, they start to make some adjustments going into the new year, right? Mm-hmm. So they see kind of how things played out for the greater part of this year, and they always try to you know plan ahead and try to prepare um, for the next year. So yeah, one of the big things that came out was the conforming loan limit increased, which Mm -hmm. is really, really cool. Um, So what that is is that, you know, here in the Hampton Roads area, um, there's a certain loan limit that they consider to be the conforming loan limit. And then once once your loan amount is above that amount, it's considered non-conforming or jumbo. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, that amount was, I think it was 647200 right. And I believe now it's 726200 if I'm not mistaken. It, or it'll, it'll start that way in, uh, in January of, uh, of 2023. And so what that means is that just gives, you know, you almost like $80,000 more, $80, more buying power, right? So, you know, when you're buying a home and you're doing uh, a conforming loan, so if you're under that conforming loan limit, you're able to put down on a conventional loan as little as 5%. Right. So, you know, you can go out and buy a seven hundred and forty thousand dollar house. And before this change, you would have to put down 20 percent and then have to go through a harder underwrite because your loan is a non-conforming loan because you were over the conforming limit, which used to be six forty seven two hundred. But now that it's seven twenty six two hundred, once you put down five percent, your loan amount is under that set that that amount, that new conforming loan limit. And so therefore, you're able to have your loan based off of you know, the down payment lesser amounts, which is, you know, 5% required for for, um, for conventional, for Fannie and Freddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, like I said, the underwriting process is a lot easier, a lot more favorable for the buyer, you know, a lot less um, documentation that's required um, because it's, you're under the conforming loan limit. So that's a win, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that allows, obviously with home prices, you know, increasing how, you know, as quickly as they've been doing over the last couple of years, that just allows for you to be able to, 
you know, buy a home that's bigger, that's, you know, catching up with the times of where prices are and not have to put as much money down, which is, like I said, is a win. It's it a is. big win. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge, that's huge news. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's huge. huge. I'm definitely looking forward, you know, to that because I feel like sometimes you have buyers who have good credit, you know, they're, you know, have a good job debt to income wise, but they just don't have, when you're buying a, a six, $700,000 home, they may not have $150,000 to put down. That's you know true. what I'm saying? So, you know, if they're able to put down 5%, which now drops that down maybe to $40,000 or $30,000, whatever the case may be, that just allows for that person to be able to, you know, have a home that they would like just because they didn't have enough money to put down, you know? So, Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's good news. That's yeah. good information right there. Yeah. So for any for anybody that's looking to purchase a $700,000 house, now you can put down as little as 5% Correct. in yeah. 2023. Yeah, yeah, and that's non-VA. <laughs> so VA still, you know, remember, depending on how much entitlement you have, um, you know, you could be in a position to buy a home at that price point, even above that amount, and not have to put any money down, you know. So this is strictly for your conventional loans that we're talking about. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So another big thing <clears throat> that happened in the news was uh, FHA will now accept uh, private flood insurance. So um, previously, it used to be where uh, FHA would only allow you to obtain homeowners, I mean, sorry, flood insurance with FEMA. Correct. And so flood insurance is basically an insurance that covers you when you live in a flood zone. Yeah. And FEMA usually determines if there's a flood zone. Correct. And so... If we look up the property that you're interested in and we determine that that property is in that flood zone, then we will, as the lender, require for you to have flood insurance. Correct. And previously with FHA, I mean, you only had one option. You had to go to FEMA to get your flood insurance. Yeah. And so now you have the ability to get private flood insurance. So if there's a company that's offering flood insurance and it, the premium is cheaper, you can take advantage of it. So yeah. that'll be effective December 21st, 2022, and that's huge as well because you could potentially find lower prices on flood insurance. Correct. Yeah, and it just, at the end of the day, it gives you more options. Correct. Right? It doesn't just limit you to just what One. FEMA has available. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, even with this area that we live in in Hampton Roads, um, I remember I spoke to this person many years ago um, who actually worked for FEMA, and they said, and they showed me stuff like, this whole Hampton Roads area is in a flood zone, if you mm -hmm. really want to be technical about it. It's just that the different severity of where you are is kind of how they determine if flood insurance is really needed or not. Because we're such a because we're a coastal state and because where we are compared to the sea level, mm -hmm. you know, we actually all are in risk of a flood, mm -hmm. you know, no matter where you are. Even if you're not deemed to be in a flood zone, you know, there is a potential for you to get flooded. Correct. But it's just the severity of, you know, where you are, you know, mm -hmm. in comparison to other folks. So, like I said, that is a good win. I can't, I, can't tell, I can't tell you how many times I've had buyers that I've worked with that, you know, we were doing FHA financing and then that the the policy, the flood policy was some astronomical number um, through FEMA and it really just killed the deal. Like mm -hmm. the person could not afford the home anymore because of how much flood insurance was. And then a lot, like, she, like Sophia just said, a lot of times your private policies, um, they do have more favorable premiums. So it just gives you an option that you just didn't have before, which like I said, is another win. Another win. Yeah. Yep. Check, check. We winning, man. We winning. <laughs> we winning around here. Yeah. Now the biggest news that came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was huge. Yeah. Like this was, this tops the flood insurance, this tops the conventional loan limit. The biggest news is that VHDA, which is the Virginia Housing Development Authority yep. here in Virginia, they have increased their debt to income ratio limit from 45% to 50%. Yeah. And I'll let you go ahead and explain what that means. Yeah. So like Sophia just mentioned, I mean, that's, that's big news. I know, especially for me, and I would even probably say, I, I see most of your things that come through, Sophia. We deal with a lot of first-time homebuyers. We do. Yeah. Most of, the, most of the folks, I would say, I would say at least 70% of the folks that I deal with are first-time homebuyers. So that's a pretty big chunk um, of the business that I, that I personally work with. And so what that does now for folks is that, you know, beforehand when you're purchasing a home with through or getting down payment assistance or closing cost assistance through Virginia Housing, their requirement is that you're a first-time home buyer. There's a home buyer education that you have to complete. 
Um, and there's also an income limitation, and yep. then there's a debt-to-income ratio limitation at 45% as well. And a credit limitation. And a credit, yeah, credit, credit score, score requirement, I should mm-hmm. say. Yeah, 620 credit score requirement. So um, what was happening, especially lately with the rise in interest rates, you had a lot of folks who no longer qualified for a certain amount because rates have basically doubled in the last six months, right? Mm-hmm. So a person could have, you know, let's say back in March or April, could have afforded a home that was uh, 300000 right, what mm-hmm. we always mention. But now with the rates that have, since the interest rates have increased, their affordability has dropped down maybe forty or fifty thousand dollars, and so now they only not only but they they their their budget now goes from three hundred thousand to let's say two fifty or two sixty, and now when you're looking at homes, that's a whole different type of home you're looking at from two fifty to three hundred thousand, right? I mean, you're talking about more bedrooms, better neighborhoods, like all of that stuff is factored in in that in that shift, and that all happened because of interest rates being you know increased over the last six months, right? Mm-hmm. So. A lot of folks just deterred. They were deterred. They stopped buying homes. Um, they 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 bought something that they probably really wasn't happy with just because mm-hmm. they wanted to buy or they needed to buy a home. Um, but now, with this increase in debt to income um, amount or limit, I should say from forty five to fifty, that adds about another thirty to forty thousand dollars back into your buying power. So those same folks that lost that buying power now are gaining pretty much all of it back, if not very close to all of it back. And so that's a huge win, you know? Right. I mean, is that pretty much counteracts the rate increase that we've had, and that just basically puts you back in the same type of situation you were just six months ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know we have a lot of folks that, I know I've sent out emails, I did some videos about it. Like, I've already had some folks reach out to me inquiring mm-hmm. about how, how does that impact them, people that mm-hmm. we've had qualified that have been looking, been looking, and just kind of like being, just, like I said, being you know, a little discouraged about, you know, what they're seeing and what they're able to afford. Now this allows them to afford what they initially thought they were or what they hoped they thought. So, right. I mean, I'm that like Sophia said, because of the, the type of um, clientele that we typically deal with, I mean, that's a huge win. It's a huge win. Huge. Yeah. And and. I know that, you know, there's probably some people out there like, well, what is a debt-to-income ratio? I mean, like, what does that even mean? So your debt-to-income ratio is basically we take your gross income, and I think we've actually explained this before. Correct. We can reemphasize it, though. So we take your gross monthly income. This is the income that is uh, calculated before there's any insurance taken out, any um, taxes, any deductions from your payroll. So. We take that amount and then we um, divide it by your new possible monthly mortgage payment and the debts that reflect on your credit report. Yeah. So that any credit cards that you have, auto loans, personal loans, anything that's reflecting on the credit report, and some of your one-offs too, so like your child support, your alimony, things like that, if you're paying those things. We take that and we divide them. And what we want to – what VHDA – um, used to want it to see was that your debts only accumulated 45% of your income. And so now VHDA is saying, you know what, 45% was a little low. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and allow you to buy. And your debts can now consume 50% of your income. And that should be a livable um, amount. Correct. So you should still be able to survive with all your other um, obligations and you know purchase yeah, yeah. so it was it, it's it's a really 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 i'm gonna keep going really really <laughs> really, really great <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's really great news yeah it really is so if you are someone who potentially qualified for vhda but it was not in that price range that you felt that you needed um to purchase in Reach out to your lender, specifically reach out to us, yeah. and we can try to see if, you know, you could potentially get back some of that money that you could qualify for. Yeah, you know, yeah. We can increase it, you yeah. know? Like, I'm excited, man. Like I said, I already, uh, even though this is my birthday weekend, I'm definitely going to be doing some work this weekend. I'm going to be looking through uh, my pipeline, looking through some of the folks that I've already gotten pre-approved that, mm-hmm. you know, are still searching for homes and seeing how this could uh, positively, positively impact them. So, I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is huge. Like I said, I can't. I can't understate it. You know, it's a it's a it's a big thing, and uh, I want to make sure that everyone uh, out there does know and understand how that impacts them. So, correct. It's, it's good. Now, 
on the uh on another note, yeah, another note. <laughs> we're gonna go high. We were real high. Yeah. Now we're gonna go a little low. Okay. <laughs> so on another note, um, the job report came out. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you get a chance to take a look at it? To be honest with you, I did not. I didn't. Okay. So I I glimpsed at it. I'm okay. not gonna lie to you. Okay. And so it was projected that jobs would decrease, mm-hmm. and they actually have not. Mm-hmm. You okay. know. So there's a lot more jobs that are available out there. I think it was like 200 and Oh man, two hundred and twenty-six thousand or something like that. Wow. More jobs, so that in retrospect has is now going to affect the rates. Correct. So, so have a negative impact. Yeah, yeah. negative yeah. impact. Yeah. So, did you get a chance to look at the the feds, the Fed rate increase? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I did. Okay, so yeah. I did not get a chance to look at that. Yeah. So, what did you see when you saw that? So, I mean, well, the the Fed bumped it up. So, what they've been doing is they've been bumping it up um, 0.75, right? Mm-hmm. They've been bumping up three fourths. Now the next time they're meeting, I believe, is December twelfth. So it's not, it's not this coming week. It's the week after. It's that Wednesday, yep. Tuesday or Wednesday. No, it's like a, no. Monday. Monday. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I, it's mid December. I know yeah. that it's mid December. They're meeting, and they're expected to only hike the rate up a half a point this mm-hmm. time. So um, even though that they are hiking the rate up, that's actually looked at as positive news because with them hiking it up less than what they've been doing the last four times that they've hiked the the Fed rate up, that shows that things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still going to continue to do what they're doing. They're just not going to have to do it as aggressively as they've been doing. So that's yeah. that's good news. So, you know, I'm, I'm, and also I know the, the new CPI report is going to come out around that time as well. So mm-hmm. um, I think we'll have a lot of a lot of good indication on where we're going to start 2023 here in the next week or two. Um, you know, so I'm hoping that those you know, hoping that those things go well, um, have a positive impact in the market, especially with the news uh, that we just discussed as far as the conventional loan limit. And then also um, with the Virginia housing increasing their debt to income ratio. I mean, that's going to allow a lot more buyers to be able to purchase. Um, and so I'm just hoping that rates don't also, you know, change that, you know, mm-hmm. change where we are with, uh, with with the people's affordabilities and what they qualify for. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So a um, lot of great news. A lot of good information. Yeah. So that all of that is exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. So now it's time for exercise your knowledge. So for anybody that's new, that's just now listening for the very first time, there's a segment where we ask you a mortgage-related question, and we want you to see if you know the answer to the question. So you could either write it down, keep it in your mind, but we want you to, you know, take a try and see if you kind of understand what these terms mean and if you actually know what the difference is. And if you don't, don't worry, because we will definitely (laughs) let you know the answer at the later part, in the later part of the segment. Yeah. So today's exercise, your knowledge question is, what is the difference between an interest rate and an APR, which means annual percentage rate? So what is the difference between your interest rate and your APR? It's a good question. That's I know uh, several times when I'm working with folks, they look on the loan estimate page or they mm-hmm. look at the closing cost worksheet and they see interest rate and they see APR. Like, and they don't. That? They're like, What's what the is difference? that? Yeah, they they why like, is why is it not the same? The same? Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Why is it not the same? Like, why mm-hmm. is this one that and why is this one that? So, um, yeah, I think this would be some good information, you know, for folks to understand and know. So when they're looking at those numbers, they know how that impacts them and what it means. That's correct. So back in 2007 is when I first came into the financial industry. So I started off as a teller. I worked for a big name um, bank, J.P. Morgan and Chase. And uh, when you, you, you took your training, you know, when you come into like the banking center and you, you get online, you got to go through all this training. And I remember knowing what an interest rate was. But when I went through the training, I was like, oh, really? (laughs) It was so shocking to me. I mean, at the time, I was only 19. But listen, I was was like, okay, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. So ever since then... It was a it was a huge eye opener and it made me realize that I need to check both. <laughs> Pretty much. I got you. I got yeah. you. That's funny. All right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead and move on. Um, today's topic is uh, going to be what is the difference between a uh, fixed mortgage rate and what is the difference between that and an arm or variable rate. 
Yeah, so that's that's another conversation we've been having a lot lately. Um, mm-hmm. I think most folks probably know just kind of off the verbiage uh, what a fixed rate is. Um, so when you're buying a house, as I think we mentioned this before on a previous episode, um, there's a certain term for the mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the typical term is a 30-year mortgage, mm-hmm. which is 360 months. Which is either, a, is it a loan or a line? <laughs> it's a loan. Okay, it's a loan. because there it has a, a term, right? Yeah, yeah it has it, a beginning it, and end. Once, once it's finished, it's done, correct, right? Correct, yeah, correct. I think we talked about that in the last yeah, segment, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. We definitely touched on that last <laughs> time. So, um, But yeah, so a fixed rate means that whatever the agreed upon rate was at the time of the commencement of the mortgage or the loan, it's going to be the same the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're at 5%, then you'll be at 5% for the full 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what fixed rate is. So what an ARM means is an adjustable rate mortgage. So an adjustable rate mortgage, what that is, is that means that it'll be fixed for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And then after that time has elapsed, then the rate can adjust depending upon where the market is at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, recently, because of the rate environment that we're in, um, you know, that conversation has come up because you'll have people who are a little bit more savvy or people who kind of understand or, you know, just say, hey, you know, because typically when you have an arm rate, the arm rate is going to be less than the fixed rate, right? Because um, your arms are typically like a three-year arm, a five-year arm, or a seven-year, even a 10-year. That's the, the longest I've seen is a 10-year arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that means is, like I said, let's say you come to us to try to purchase a home and interest rates are at 6.5, right, for a 30-year fixed. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So you know that, hey, I'll have to pay a 6.5 rate for the whole time of my loan unless I refinance mm-hmm. later on, right? Or sell. Or sell, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but... What you could potentially do is look at where the arm rates are because the arm rate could be at a, five, a yeah, let's say a five, five let's say a five, right? Okay. It's at five percent. Um, so you know that obviously at a five percent interest rate, the payment's going to be less, right? But the caveat that to that is, like we mentioned, it's only for a limited time, right? It's an so, introductory. Yeah, exactly. It's an introductory rate. So you'll have it for you know if it's a three-year arm or a five-year arm or a seven-year arm, you'll have that lower rate, which will allow you to have a lower payment, you know, for that temporary time. But whatever the market is or wherever the market is at that time of when it adjusts, you're subject to that. So that rate could, you know, jump up or be a lot higher at the time when it adjusts and you could really have a payment shock. So your payment could be, let's say, at $2,000 a month while you're on that arm period. And once that rate adjusts, Depending on where the market is at that particular time, your rate, I mean, your payment can go from two thousand to to three thousand dollars to twenty eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty big payment shock uh, to have, especially when you've established yourself and kind of built your bills and everything around having a payment at two thousand dollars. So a lot of people, depending upon the disparity of where the fixed rate is to the arm rate, or if they know that they're going to be in the home for a short period of time. You know, a military person say, hey, I got orders there for three years and I know I'm not going to be there after that. They may take advantage of the arm rate, right? Mm-hmm. Because they know that they're not going to have to worry about when that rate adjusts, especially if they do an arm that adjusts after when they're supposed to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or people who are even going to live there and know they're going to live there for a while. You know, let's say they'll just say, hey, I'll, I'll, it's a little risky. I'll take the risk on um, having a five-year arm, you know, and then having the rate lower for that five years. But I'll just try to refinance whenever the rate's at its most optimal time during that five-year time frame. So it's a little bit more involved than just kind of getting the rate at the beginning and having it fixed for that 30 years. But, you know, there's some risk involved, but, you know, there could be a reward there as well, you know, depending mm-hmm. upon how you execute, you know, um, securing that arm rate. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, like Brian said, there's pros and there's cons to having an adjustable rate or a fixed rate or an arm rate. I mean, they're interchangeably the same. Correct. um, Then your fixed rate. But the most common, to be honest with you, is the fixed rate. Correct. Yeah, I I would say 95% of the loans that we do are are fixed rates. I mean, it's just the most secure, you know, because you have that option always to refinance after you know, that six-month time frame of when you've established a mortgage, you know, it's always good to say, hey, I know this is what I'm going to expect. It's almost like getting a paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I want my paycheck. I know before I start this job, I'm going to get paid X amount of dollars, right? And a lot of people like the security of knowing, hey, every this day, every two weeks, I'm going to get a certain amount of money. Or every time my mortgage comes out, 
my principal and interest is always going to be the same, right? So there's a lot more peace in mind when it comes to that versus, you know, it possibly adjusting. Who knows what things are going to be five years now, right? So a lot of folks don't even know where they're going to be five years from now Correct. as far as professionally, um, family, whatever, right? So, yep. you know, sometimes it's better just to have that security, but always have that ability to refinance. But it also, like I said, depending upon how savvy you are and how risky you are, there are benefits of doing the arm rate. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. And also keep in mind that I think we we actually talked about this um, earlier in one of our first very first few uh, episodes where we talked about the, the breakdown of what your monthly mortgage is. Correct. So you have your principal interest taxes and insurance. So when we say that it's fixed, that means that your interest rate is fixed and the only part of your payment that's affected is your principal and interest. Yeah. Your taxes and your insurance within your monthly payment, if it's escrowed into your monthly payment, those two things can change. So as your value either increases or decreases, but hopefully increases, your taxes can increase. And then, of course, just like your auto insurance works, I mean... I'm pretty sure a majority of the people who are buying a house has either a current car payment or they've purchased one in the past. And typically when you have a car, you got to have auto insurance. And nobody's auto insurance has been exactly the same dollar for dollar for a long span of time. Correct. So same applies when you're buying a house. Homeowner's insurance can't fluctuate. But the fixed amount of your monthly payment is your principal and your interest portion of that payment. That's right. So just keep that in mind. That's right. All right, guys. So um, we we kind of went, got a little deep when it came to the uh, fixed rate and the adjustable rate. And now it's time for the answer to uh, exercise your knowledge. I mean, yeah. I felt like that was quick this time. I do. I feel like it was quick, too. I mean, yeah. but it's honestly, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty straightforward it as far is. as the fixed part, right? So it really wasn't much... Um, expounding upon that portion. It was really just diving deeper into what an arm rate is. I feel like people have probably heard the term before, yep. but d- didn't necessarily know exactly what it means and how it applies to a mortgage. So, you know, once we broke that down, I think it was uh, pretty, it's pretty straightforward. straightforward. Yeah. And then it's in the name, right? Yeah. There Fixed, you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> adjustable, yeah. variable, those yep. are key words. Yeah. You know, when exactly. you're looking at those mortgage terms, terms I, I think they try to keep it, you know, pretty. Uh, Reader friendly. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> some of the other acronyms are a little bit t- a little bit tougher. Like which one? Name one. Um, Can you think of one right th- right off the top of your head? Let's see. Um, EMD. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's kind that's, of a yeah. That's like a real estate. Well, yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's a little deep. I mean, yeah. but FICO. But I if, mean, it's it's a whole if, bunch of them. But if you but okay, so if you knew if you if you looked at earnest money deposit, I feel like in there you might not understand what earnest is but you'll definitely understand what money and deposit is so you that's true i guess i'm just <laughs> looking gonna, at it from the standpoint you're gonna of, look at that and be like i'm depositing some money somewhere there you go <laughs> there you go i guess i just look at it. I've, I've had again i'm just going off of like conversations i always like i almost have dreams and think about them daily you know about conversations i've had with folks over time and it's always like what is emd what is the emd what does that stand for you know what i mean so that's why i said like if yeah. a person who's never bought a home before they may not know what emd yeah that's true you know, i mean I, for, so. what is fico i don't even think i know what true, I, I don't even either. yeah i don't think yeah, I, know I don't even what know what that's FICO what i'm saying is. yeah so yeah i know we talk about all the time because yeah. we go off your, What's FICO, your fico score, score? Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah so. i don't even know what that, those acronyms stand for but yeah All right, jumping back into it. So the answer to exercise your knowledge, I mean, the question to exercise your knowledge originally was, what is the difference between an interest rate and an APR? And APR stands for annual percentage um, rate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, you want to take it or you want me to? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say what interest, yeah. So the interest rate is the amount a lender charges a borrower and as a percentage of the principal, the amount loan of, of the amount loan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, interest rate is, is straightforward. It's a it's a number. Hey, it's five, six, seven and a half, whatever it may be. And once you um, combine that with the principal amount, that's what it is. Your principal and interest, right? So it's strictly that number. It's the amount of finance charge that that lending entity is charging you, um, you know, over time for that loan that you're getting. That's correct. And so your APR 
is your interest rate plus any fees that you may be paying. Correct. Um, or any cost associated with the transaction. Um, it, it's it's a com- combination of both. Correct. So, for example, if your rate is, let's use that 6.5% right now, and you're, you're paying some t- sort of fee, whether it's a discount um, point fee, origination, origination charge. charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some other fees that are associated. Yeah, underwriting with you. fees. Yeah, with you. Credit report fees. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can keep the list can go forever. Yeah. But um, so what they do is is they combine those and they come up with the APR. So you may have a rate of six point five percent, but then your APR might be like seven point four something, depending mm-hmm. on how much in fees you pay, and that Correct. APR can. It will be different for every individual based on what your costs are individually. And your costs are typically, um, especially like your uh, discount points, they're credit driven. So your cost for your discount points can be different for someone who has an 800 credit score versus someone who has a 630. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Your APR can be different. Yeah. It's it's, when you're getting a mortgage, I would say 95% of the time, I mean, maybe even more, maybe 99% of the time. Like Sophia just mentioned, your APR and interest rate will be different. And uh, also 95 or 99% of the time, the APR will be higher uh, you know, than the actual interest rate itself. Because It's not unnormal for it to be higher. Correct, correct, yeah. correct. A lot of times I see folks, you know, because maybe they have a credit card and they're always looking what the APR is, what the APR is, you know, like they kind of use that same mentality when it comes to buying a house and, and it's not that. So it's, you know, your APR is the fees that are associated with that transaction so it combines just the it has the interest rate that's calculated and also has the fees that are associated so and and typically when you're buying a home there's going to be there's there's so many layers in buying a home there's charges that have to be paid right mm-hmm. there's you know the, the lending entity normally is going to charge you for doing the loan right mm-hmm. we got to pull your credit so it's going to cost money to do that mm-hmm. you know it, depending upon how strong your credit is there may be an additional charge because of that right mm-hmm. um, the processing the loan I mean there may be a charge because of that the underwriter who underwrites the loan there may be a charge because of that so all those fees that are associated with that purchase of that home or that transition of you purchasing that home and that person, the other person on the other side of the transaction selling the home to you, there's fees, right? Mm-hmm. Just like anything. So, you know, the annual percentage rate takes into account those fees. And the interest rate is strictly just the rate that the lending entity is charging uh, on the money that they're lending you. Yep. Your APR yeah. is going to be your bottom line. So yeah. um, you, it's, it's required that a lender, especially when you're purchasing a mortgage, that we disclose to you what your APR is on your documentation. Got to know your APR, and of course, we're going to always disclose your interest rate. Yep. Yeah. So, I hope that that was uh, good information for you guys. I hope you can kind of, you know, now when you're looking and shopping lenders, mm-hmm. you take a look at the interest rate, but then you also take a look at what the APR is, because that's going to determine, you know, what that lender is charging you. So, if you have a lender that both of them are, they have a rate of 6.5%, but one's APR is a little higher, then that's going to give you that that uh, light bulb moment indication. where you're saying, yeah. Well, yeah, indication or light bulb saying like, okay, somebody's charging me a little bit more. Correct. So it gives you the opportunity to kind of just read it and know right away yeah. that, it, that there's a difference. Correct. Somewhere. Yeah. And it may not reflect in your interest rate. Correct. So, good information. Yeah, I think it was a good one. A good one. Yeah, that was real good because I remember, I'm telling you guys, I remember when I went through training, <laughs> I was sitting there looking like, okay, plus the fees. <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. All right, guys. So, upcoming, as we mentioned before, it is uh, Brian's birthday on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, my birthday do you, weekend. Do y'all got, do you have anything going on? Are you gonna be doing anything this weekend? So, I mean, obviously you might be surprised, you know, all weekend. But <laughs> yeah, we we uh, like I said, obviously I was pleasantly surprised this morning for mm-hmm. the breakfast. Um, I do know that tomorrow, just me, Brooke, and the kids are gonna go out to eat. You know what I mean? So at some point in the evening time, uh, we're gonna go out to eat. We we typically try to patronize you know restaurants that are local mm-hmm. um, and that are black owned so you know, we'll probably either go to um, there's a handful of good ones but I hadn't been to 350 Grace in a while that's the one that I had the surprise birthday party for Brooke last year at 
Um, it's in Norfolk, and it's really, really good food there. Um, my, my daughter has a seafood allergy, so we got to be really strategic on places that mm-hmm. we go and, you know, all of that and exposure and all that stuff. So um, we'll probably go there, but I think that's that's the plan. The surprise birthday or surprise breakfast was kind of like the birthday, you know, thing for me. And then, um, like I said, tomorrow we're going to do that. Tomorrow we're going to decorate a Christmas tree because we did purchase our Christmas tree. That's one thing about it. We always, for Christmas... Um, we always buy a new tree, you know, and so we did that earlier this week. So it's it's up in our living room, but we haven't decorated it yet. So the kids are anxiously waiting for to do that. So this weekend we'll be definitely decorating the tree. And then, like I said, Saturday uh, we'll probably go out to eat. And um, Sunday, just kind of relax. My kids have their Christmas concert on Sunday, which was I always thought was kind of odd, right? Because I was trying to think about doing something actually on my actual birthday because it is on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But um, their Christmas uh, concert is uh, Sunday from 3 to 5. So, you know, I'll definitely be there supporting them. Can't wait to see my baby girl. This is her first time actually having to do anything like this at all. Um, So I'm eager to see how she does, if she's going to actually sing or if she's just going to stand there and look like she don't know what's going on. You know what (laughs) I mean? So, um, but, yeah, that's pretty much much the weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. As you get older, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like you're going out to the club and, like, at least, you know, no. for me anyway, I you know, I ain't doing that. So, um, you know, kind of keeping it like, you know, sticking with the family and friends and uh, enjoying myself. Listen, during the holidays, we were up in my house late, mm. and I was there like, whew, look, <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, I can't believe I used to do, like, back when I used to, like, party all the time when I was in my younger what? 20s and teens. I used to literally, like, there were times, you know, when I would literally party five days out of the week. Like, and I'm talking about, when I say party, I'm talking about staying up till 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and then really waking up and then, like, either having class or or having to work a full-time job. And yeah. I was doing it like it was nothing. So I couldn't imagine, like, doing that now. Like, I get... I used to leave the... Cl- listen. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't tell me yourself. I used to leave the club... Because I lived in Miami, and clubs didn't let out till 4. <laughs> yeah, here it was 2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, there were some clubs that went on all night all to night, the next yeah. day. That's what I heard. But yeah. I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't hang with those because okay. I, I didn't do drugs. So. <laughs> okay. <Then we laughs> a lot of those people, yeah. A lot of those people was doing something different because <laughs> yeah. I don't see how any yeah. human could, could party for that long. Yeah, that's wild. But... You know, just doing what I do, which is, you know, partaking a little alcohol beverage every now and again. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I uh, would leave, go home, change, and then go to work. I don't know how I did it. Mm. Or maybe sleep for, like, five minutes or 45 minutes. Oh, gosh. It was crazy. It was real crazy, but... I ain't never do that. Yeah, nah. I went out that late. I would normally get home... Well, like you I said, would have been if, if it was, if I was given. In Miami. Yeah, if it was yeah, opportunity. Yeah, we, our clubs closed early, yeah, so we was. Yeah, yeah we, I wasn't given the opportunity yeah, to hang out. I remember. Late. I remember the time that I went down. This was 2009. I remember it was me and me and my boy Carlos. We went down there. Um, it was Memorial Day weekend, and we went to uh, Miami. It was my mm-hmm. first time being in Miami, and we went down there party. And I remember, like, like you said, like. It we like the clubs like would let out like he said four o'clock or something. Yeah. So I remember like going to the club because we used to go to the club here around like eleven. You know what I'm saying? So oh yeah, at, that was one good thing. So, 11, so when you go out in Miami, you don't get to the club till like twelve one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like there, I remember one time one the first night we were there, we went to like eleven. It was dead empty, and we yeah. went. We ended up leaving out, went back to our hotel, and, and then we back. came back to the yeah. same hotel because we gave us rest. They said we can come back or whatever. And like at like twelve thirty one o'clock, it was like that's when it had just like yep. like started kicking, and I I was tired. Like I was in the club because I'm so used to like it being over, mm-hmm. you know, at our, around here at, at you know at the two o'clock hour or whatnot. So and a lot of times, even though it was technically supposed to close at two, a lot of times here they would close earlier than two, right? Mm-hmm. So they were like you know either somebody something started or whatever, yeah. and around one one thirty they they kicking everybody out or whatever. So you know we was home by typically by two o'clock, and a lot of times we wouldn't even stay the whole time. We would just end up leaving early depending on the situation or whatever. Right. But Yes, I remember being in Miami that that one time, and like I was like yawning in the club because I was tired. Like I was just wasn't used to being out that late. Now, one thing I did not do when I lived there is I could not go and do like a beach day or do anything during the day. Mm -hmm. If I knew I wanted to go out, I couldn't do both. That was (laughs) was my caveat. Like I can I can get up and go to work the next day because I've always worked in the banking space. So I mean. I'm not doing physical labor. I'm literally sitting in a chair, yeah. maybe greeting some folks. Yeah. 
I was working with numbers, but mm. I mean that was yeah. yeah that you know that that just came with it you yeah. know, but there was no way that I could be out and about at the beach or you know doing whatever comes to mind yeah. during the day and then turn around and go out at night. That I wasn't built for. Yeah, I don't think I ever I don't did care that before. What age I was? I was even at the age of nineteen, twenty. I could never do that. I well, I take that back. I did that. I did do that for homecoming. So homecoming, we used to have day parties. And then they would flow into a, a night party. Oh, and no. but every time I like I did that maybe two or three times, it was it was I was out oh, mad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so like I like you said, I mean I get it. Like I can't, I, I never yeah, yeah. never could do that. Yeah. So I had to prepare to go out. Like I knew mentally that I wasn't doing nothing during the day. Yeah. Build I was yourself just up chilling. For it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then okay, so um tomorrow we're hosting a well, my our teammate Laura, she's hosting an event at um a Virginia Beach Winery. Um yeah. it's on Lynn Haven, uh ten sixty four Lynn Haven Parkway in yeah. Virginia Beach. So we'll be there tomorrow. Um I think it starts at two, two to six. It's five dollar wine tasting. So if you do happen to listen to the podcast and you wanna come out and support, definitely come out. Um, Brian has a home buying seminar on Monday with an Onyx uh, agent yep. named Rashida yep. on a military base. So that's huge. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm looking forward to that. That should be cool. Um, Rashida yeah. hit me up right before the holiday. I want to say it was like Tuesday, Wednesday before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. It was like, hey, um, I'm going to be speaking on December 5th at Langley Air Force Base. Um, you know, I wanted, I think it would be good to have a mortgage person with me. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, why not? Sure. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I actually have to get, like, some bagels and stuff for, for the folks there. <laughs> so I actually need to go ahead and get that set up today mm-hmm. for Monday um, so I can just pick that up and uh, enroll. But I'm looking forward to it, though. I've never – trying to think. No, I, I've been on base before and spoke to folks, but that was a long time ago. That was probably, like, 10, 11 years ago. So – um, no, 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 no. We we spoke to somebody last year with um Ashley. True, but was that considered base? I don't think that was considered like base. That was like well, a, that's a training facility. Training facility but yeah, true. Yeah, yeah that's, I true. Mean, that's, that's true. It's, that's it's a, a military. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you probably wasn't on like a, a traditional base. Correct, But correct. I mean, it was a it was a military training facility. That's true. So it's, that's true. That's it would point. be considered a military base that's true. to a certain extent. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to that. I think that'll be a good opportunity. Um, pretty sure. We'll and Langley be, is the Air Force Base, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's in Hampton. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll be talking extensively about VA loans, you oh, know, because yeah. most of the folks there, I'm, I'm assuming, are military. Um, and so, you know, we'll be able to deep dive into that and see mm-hmm. if there's any opportunities uh, to discuss. Yeah, okay. we got we got brunch with a couple agents uh, later in the week. Yep. And then I had to take my dog to the vet. Oh, this dog. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> got to take my dog to the vet. And uh, I think that's pretty much it for for the week for me. I mean, we okay. have we both have well, actually our whole team on December tenth has a home buying seminar that's open up to the public. Yeah. Um, mine's is that morning from ten to twelve. If you're you know you want to come, definitely um, go and sign up for it. Um, you could get the flyer off of my Facebook. Um, and Instagram um, page. There's a QR code where you can actually sign up. If for some reason you're busy that morning, you can catch Brian's Home Buyer Seminar from one to three. Yep. Same location. Mm-hmm. So we got we got all bases covered. There we right? go. <laughs> we got, got for morning, early folks and for our afternoon folks. Yeah. And then we're also carrying it over to the other side of the water. Mm-hmm. We got Laura doing a home buyer seminar over there in one of the uh, Keller Williams real estate offices. So yep. we News. are, yep, in Newport News. Mm-hmm. So we are covering all bases that day. If you want to be mortgage educated that day, come out on December 10th. Go to um, my website, I mean, sorry, my Instagram and um, Facebook, Brian's or Laura's. Yeah. And if you if you're any type of snoopy like I am, you'll be able to find us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So quote of the day, B. All right. So the quote of the day is obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off the goal. Mm. Love that one. That one. That one hit hard. So, you know, you always uh, you always got to keep your eye on the prize, as they say. Keep mm-hmm. your eyes on your goal. Um, there will be obstacles along the way, but you should never waver. 
keep your eye on that goal and obstacles will just be speed bumps to get you where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that one. Yep. Stay yeah. in touch with that small voice. Keep that small voice uh, in the back of your mind motivated. There you go. All right, guys. Yeah. So that's all the time that we have for today. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram and Facebook is SKB underscore mortgage. Brian's is B Roy star. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to our podcast and we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>